But the gospel is good news. Pointing people back to the just the root of everything, which is you know, it's it's Jesus. It's it's our risen Savior. Uh, it's the simplicity of the gospel. We have a, an awesome Savior, and we can live a glorious, victorious life without fear. Um, the Bible says, such as a man thinketh, so is he. Well, hello, folks. My name is Lonnie Wood, pastor of Restoration Life Church in McGee, Mississippi. And uh, we're doing our podcast today. Our podcast is Victorious Christianity. Have a very special guest with us this, this uh, afternoon that's going to be talking and sharing what God has, has placed on his heart. Actually, Brother Danny uh, will be preaching for us tonight. Brother Danny Phillips, he's all the way from Rocky Top, Tennessee. Uh, come to McGee, Mississippi. Imagine that uh, to be with us. And we could not be more honored. Uh, to to have Brother Danny with us. And he's going to be speaking here and and just kind of sharing with us uh, as to what the Lord is doing. And uh, Brother Danny, if you will, just kind of what what God is doing in your ministry. You may want to even share what the Lord has on your heart for tonight for the service. First of all, it's an honor and a privilege to be with you. I've known of you for several years and uh, have met your son, Devin. That's right. Before I actually met you. Uh, but I've known of you several years and always heard some tremendous things about Don't you. Don't believe all that stuff you hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, after meeting you, I had to believe every good word that I'd heard. Praise and God. So I'm very appreciative of not just the man of God you are, but the man you are. You're a sweet man. Thank and you, I can just really sense the love of God in you. And I've shared this with you before, but the hunger and the passion of God within you. And uh, to me, that is just a real connecting point uh, to me with other ministry to have passion and desire and hunger for the things of God. Because unfortunately, you know, I've been around a lot of ministry and unfortunately I've been around several ministries that just don't seem very hungry for the things of God. So I'm very appreciative um, concerning you, thank you, brother. About that, or feelings uh, about mutual. Concerning that, and uh, appreciate what God is doing in your life, your family, and in your local church. Thank you for having us. Yes, sir. Uh, Amen. You said I was from Rocky Top. We actually attended a church in Rocky Top. It used to be okay. called Lake City. Uh, we attended a church there for years, and I'm still connected to that local church, but not a, a part of the body. As okay. it's functioning now, I actually live in Clinton, Tennessee, okay. which is just about ten minutes from there. Uh, for those who don't know where Clinton, Tennessee is, it's about 20 miles north of Knoxville. I go to church in Powell, Tennessee, at a church called Redemption Life with pastors Michael and Jahan Cox, such a, a phenomenal local church we have there. And we're super excited about what God is doing there. It's a church on fire for the things of God. We have tremendous Praise worship. God. We have tremendous word. But we have tremendous hearts there that are just on fire and hungry for the Praise presence God. of God. Amen. And as a result of the hunger that is in our local church and the hunger that's in our pastors, we've been hearing about revival for a while. And as a matter of fact, on Sunday nights in our local church, we've been having what we've been calling uh, outpouring uh, type meetings. And we Praise basically God. assemble with some other churches that, that come and join. And uh, it's not necessarily three songs, a sermon, an altar call and go home. It's really been uh, more centered around worship. But in the midst of that, you know, we follow the spirit of the Lord. And uh, from time to time, uh, myself or Pastor Michael or maybe one of the other ministries will get up and share just a 
uh, for a few moments. And because, you know, we believe in worship. Worship is powerful. And yes, thank God is. for it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we really need the word of God in our lives as well. That's the foundation we stand on. Sure. And, uh, you know, that foundation is what gets us through trouble. That foundation is what gets us through difficult, hard times. Absolutely. When we have that word, yes. you know, um, big in our lives, operating big in our lives. So uh, that's kind of a little bit about me. I have a wife of this coming August, 26 years. I'll be in ministry 26 years as well. This coming August, her name is Shannon, have an 11 year old daughter named Carter Joe. And so we love her family, love her local church, love what God is doing in our lives. I do itinerant ministry. I travel, but I also work for our local government. I work for the Office of Planning and Development. We issue building permits and do building inspections. Uh, You know, the subdivision of properties get that to Planning Commission BZA. So, um, and I travel some on the weekends. So I live a very busy life, but it's a good life. And I thank God God for it. And God is doing some incredible things in our lives personally and in the ministry. You was asking me about Asbury. And of course, that seems to be the buzz of the day. Yes. And of course, I rejoice uh, concerning what God is doing there. I think it's a very powerful thing. And I was telling Pastor Michael as he and I was coming up here that at the end, maybe to the the middle to the end of December, I was in my office praying and I'd sat down on my couch. I've been praying and just really felt directed of the Lord to turn to first Samuel 12. And I was reading first Samuel 12 and I come across the verse there, verse six, where Samuel is talking to the people, children of Israel. And he said, it is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron and brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. And God began to deal with me, Pastor Lonnie, about kingdom advancement. And of course, we was getting ready to step into a new year. And I've never been one of those kind of preachers that, you know, always gets a a word at the beginning of, of of each year that God is going to do a particular thing in that particular year. Not saying that God doesn't speak that way, but I just haven't gotten a lot of words uh, at the changing of a year. Because, you know, the reality of it is God lives in eternity. And uh, just because a calendar year changes doesn't mean God has switched his mind about what he's getting ready to do in the earth. As a matter of fact, what I've discovered, you know, if I don't do something different in 2022, I probably shouldn't expect a whole lot of different things to manifest in 2023. But however, in saying that, uh, God began to deal with me concerning the church stepping into a time of kingdom advancement. Now, remember the scripture, 1 Samuel 12, verse 6. It was the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron and brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. And what God began to deal with my, and I actually did a Facebook video about this because, you know, Pastor Michael and I, we were talking, you know, it's seemingly a lot of times ministries will want to try and come up after the fact, well, you know, God concerning Asbury, uh, God spoke to me about this back in October. God spoke to me. Well, when God was dealing with me about kingdom advancement, I didn't have a clue about Asbury. I didn't have a clue what that's supposed to look like. I didn't have a clue how all of that was going to manifest in the earth. I just knew that God was saying to me that his kingdom, and man, I feel the Holy Spirit saying this, that his kingdom is getting ready to advance in this earth on a level that is absolutely unprecedented. Absolutely. And on a level that the church has not seen up to this point. I believe that, Brother Danny. And, uh, you know, what is real interesting to me about that is the fact that this word of God comes to me at a time where seemingly 
the church has tried to be silenced, censored, pushed down, held back. And God's saying, dear, in a time like that, that's when I'm really going to advance my kingdom. Yes. And what the Lord began to show me a little bit further out of that scripture is that when you look at the word advanced in the Hebrew, and actually some uh, translations uses this word, it actually uses the word appoint. Or So it was the Lord who appointed Moses and Aaron and brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. Man. You got to consider the backdrop of this story. The backdrop of the story is that Israel wanted a king. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God didn't have a problem with the monarchy. He made provision for it. I believe it's in Deuteronomy 17. But the issue that God had with the king they wanted was the fact that they wanted it. And they wanted it to be like all of the other nations. We want a king like all of the other nations. Right. So, again, God didn't have a problem with them having a king. God had a problem with the fact that they didn't consult him first on allowing him to choose their leaders. And so what Moses or uh, Samuel rather is really he's kind of admonishing the people there. He's saying that the way God's kingdom advances, the way people come up and out of the situation it's God appoints the leaders, not man. Yeah. And so, you know, I believe that we live in a day where we're going to see the kingdom of God Amen. advance yes. on unprecedented levels, Amen. in part due to the fact God is appointing some incredible leaders, raising up some incredible leaders in the earth. Now, again, I don't know what all that looks like. Again, I can't say that I've seen Asbury coming and God moving in the way that he's moving. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the things that's kind of concerned me or been a concern in my heart for Asbury is some, you know, famous ministry to not try and hijack it. Right. And try Amen. to take the thing over, you know, because, you know, it seems like God amongst his people is doing an awesome thing all by himself. All you by know? himself. Yes, and sir. And so oftentimes man wants to get involved because, you know, really they want to be in the spotlight. And again, for, you know, based upon what I just said, I believe in God appointing leaders and we sure. need God appointed leaders. Certainly not against that. You know, I honor my pastor, other uh, pa my pastor, other men and women of God that he's put sure. in my life to help counsel me and guide me and govern me, all of those type things. So I believe we live in an exciting times and it's exciting due yeah. to the fact that we're going to see the kingdom of God advance on unprecedented levels. You know, I think about a scripture over in Isaiah chapter number nine. It was a messianic prophecy talking about the birth of Jesus. Unto us, a child is born. Unto us, right. a son is given. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And it talked about the government, his government resting upon the shoulders. And then he said this. He said, of the increase of his government and peace, no there'll end. be no end. Praise See, God. We, we need to awesome. really be mindful of the fact that God's kingdom should always be increasing. Amen. It should Praise always God. be advancing. Yes. It should always be on the rise. Yeah. And uh, we live in a time, again, not to be so redundant, where I believe we're going to see that yes. on an unprecedented level. You know, when you look back uh, through history, church history, and uh, it was in one of the previous videos, maybe with uh, Prophet Roger, where he was talking about the Azusa Street revivals. You know, I thank God for what he did there. Yes. Come along the, the latter reign, the word of faith movement, charismatic renewal. Uh, renewal. And you see all of these, uh, the Jesus move. you see all of these different eras of time 
where God did some incredible things in the earth. Mm -hmm. And I believe that we live again in one of those times, but I don't believe this is going to be short-lived. I believe that this is going to have some effects that, you know, those other moves have impacted generations, but there's just something different about what God is doing right now in the earth, that even though those moves of God were great, I believe they pale in comparison to what he's doing and what he's going to do in the day we're living in. Praise God. Well, I appreciate what you what you said, uh, Brother Danny, concerning leadership. Uh, and uh, w like yourself, I believe in leadership. I believe in authority. But what we see happening there is done without the hierarchies. And, and I think that's what God is doing in the earth in his kingdom. Uh, I believe God is saying, I can do this with or without you. Because um, when when man gets in the way, I, I, I don't know that that's not what has been the problem with, with previous uh, outpourings. Is that man gets in the way and starts trying to form his own agenda. And doing things the way that he wants to do it. And and uh, same way with the with the with the children of Israel wanting their own king, as you said, wasn't it God had a problem with that? But the motivation, you know, yeah. what what's in our heart? You see, brother Danny, it's it, we have had in the church. I think we've had a heart condition, uh, but God is looking for a people what the Scripture refers to as a perfect heart. And, and that's a heart that's just, just after God. It's, it's after God's plan. It's after God's will. So I, I see so much desire. One thing that I appreciate so much about what God is doing in this conference with you and, and Prophet Roger and uh, Apostle Ian and different ones, uh, we've got teacher, Brother G.L. Parks. we got the teacher. we got the prophet. we got the pastor. we got the fivefold minister right here in Restoration Life in McGee, Mississippi, all over the United States. Yeah. And this has just been a desire of my heart for so many years, and I, and I see it happening right here in our own community, in our own house, in our own studio, in our own church. We see God moving in a way, just like you talked about a moment ago. We see God moving here, and in, in the kindred spirits that that we feel one. For, I feel God. I'm like you. I feel God sitting here in this chair. Yes, I mean, He is here. Make no mistake about it. God is in the house, Amen. and so it, it, you know, brothers and sisters. If you don't know what uh, my brother and I are referring to, I just want to encourage you today. Um, seek God. Put God first. It, it doesn't matter what's going on. We've all had our, our, so to speak, ups and downs. We've had our trials and tribulations, and they come and they go. But God, God is a friend of yours who will stick closer than a brother. And, and God is doing something in the earth today, and, and God wants you to be a part of it. Uh, God is is up to something greater, as as Brother Danny has said so 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 eloquently, and I thank you for that. And that is is that God is doing something unprecedented, uh, and and we thank God for that. It's it's this this meeting and uh, whatever you want to call it, revival outpouring in Asbury. Uh, suppose this never stops. Just suppose is God a God who can do another Azuzu Street uh, 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 outpouring and it not end? And it just keep just keeps on building and building and building, and God can cover the earth with His glory, just yeah. just as Isaiah said. And, and uh, so, uh, let's anticipate and believe. Uh, we're going to have service here in a little while, and you're going to preach. <laughs> so we're we're just excited. Uh, you, you know, appreciate what you said about our relationship. Uh, I knew from.
from the time I met you a couple of years ago, one thing I knew about Brother Danny uh, is that uh, is that Danny loved the Lord, and and I see that in your countenance, brother. I see that. I feel that in your voice when I when I see you preach, when I hear you minister, um, and just sit and talk. Uh, it's just it's just a wonderful uh, a wonderful peace in my heart to know that I have brothers like yourself, that we have kindred spirits, and we're serving the same God and. And we don't have any axe to ground. We don't have any animosity. There's no contentions. It's all love. It's all peace. Praise God. And so, and this, God can use this. God will use this. In fact, Brother Danny, this is the only way that God can use us is when we're not looking at that we're, we're, we're wrong and what's wrong with our belief or what's wrong with our doctrine or what's wrong with our t- But what I see right about you and I see God in you, we see God in one another in this conference here this week. We see God pouring out His Spirit in the house with our singing, our worshipers. Praise God. Uh, the way He's moving and, and, and the way He's moving in Asbury. It's a glorious time to be in the church. Amen. And to be a part of what God is doing. I am so grateful and so thankful to God to be a part of what God is doing in the earth today. Amen. So, uh, so with that being said, uh, Brother Danny, if you have, do you have something else you'd like to share? One thing that come to my mind a minute ago, we might want to talk about for a minute. We're in no hurry, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got nothing but time. It's a while yet before our meeting tonight, so we can talk as long as we want to. But. You and I were talking on the phone, uh, oh, it's been a week ago, maybe two weeks, but you and I were talking about a subject that had been really, the Lord had really been pressing on my heart, and you and you shared this with me, and, and that was about healing, and that uh, God wants to heal bodies. Amen. I, I believe that God is our healer. He bore the stripes on His back for our healing, and uh, that's one thing that I think we're seeing, or, 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 it's what I see uh, in the body of Christ today, is a lack of healing of our bodies. And if God died on the cross for our sins and the stripes on his back were for our healing, he didn't suffer those stripes in vain. Brother Danny, he wants you and I completely healed and restored spirit, soul, and body, and in that order, Mm -hmm. I believe. Mm -hmm. I believe he wants us whole. I would that you be sanctified wholly, what? Spirit, soul, and body. So just take a moment before we go today, because I just want you to to share with our our listeners today what you feel like the Lord is saying concerning that, that matter. We know, first of all, when Jesus said in John 19, verse 30, that it is finished, you know, that was his last declaration from the cross. Right. Uh, That was a very inclusive statement in the sense that what was finished was the price was being paid not only for salvation, but that included healing, deliverance, joy, peace, everything that man would have need of, spirit, soul, and body in this life and the life to come. Amen. To live the life that God desired for man to live. It was all encompassed in that statement. And again, that includes healing. And you know, it seems as if the church has, and I'm talking about worldwide, globally, the church has went through this long spell where there has been an absence of the supernatural operating in the church. And I'm talking about on a consistent basis. Because you know, the reality of it is we were created in the image and the likeness of God and our daddy's supernatural. Yes, he is. As a result, we ought to be living supernatural lives. Something supernatural manifesting in our lives or in our church services shouldn't be outside of the norm. That should be the norm. It should be normal for us uh, witnessing healings and signs and wonders and miracles and all those type things. Sure. 
But one of the things that you and I talked about concerning healing was the fact that, you know, whatever we want to see manifesting in our churches or in God's people's lives, we got to preach the word along yes. those lines yes. because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So whatever we want people to receive, we got to preach along those lines to build faith in them for them to receive it. That's right. And, you know, I've been in a lot of different meetings, a lot of different circles over the years, and a lot of folks have kind of shrunk back from preaching the healing gospel. Amen. That's true. This this all-inclusive gospel that, again, encompasses everything we have need of spirit, soul, and body. And as a result in that, faith has been weakened in the hearts of God's people to receive healing. Let me say this. Uh, Over the last couple years, I've really sought the Lord concerning the absence of miracles being the norm and and healing and stuff like that in the church. And and one of the things that God dealt with me, the reason being is what I just shared. You know, people have kind of shrunk back from preaching and teaching on healing and built faith. And another thing, we, we haven't given God really room to move. We have become, and I'm not necessarily knocking this per se, I and I understand there's a balance in this, but we have become so time conscious and structured. And again, and I'm not, I'm not against, you know, structure and all that in the church that, you know, basically we're going to do our three worship songs. Somebody give a 45 minute message, do a brief altar call. And then we got to make sure we get everybody toward the house. And I understand there's a place for that. But inside of that, where did we leave room for God to move and do anything? You know, we become clock-eyed. It's what some of the old, <laughs> you know, old-timers say, yeah. become clock-eyed. Um, and so, you know, I believe we got to make space, be intentional about space, making space for God to move. Uh, that's one of the reasons I've loved our outpouring or encounter services that we, uh, Pastor Michael and Jahan, that team has been very intentional Praise about God. making space for the moving yes. of the Spirit. Praise and God. so as I have begun to uh, really just kind of seek heaven concerning the absence of these things, and as I have personally begin to put a demand and emphasis on the supernatural, you know what I've been seeing? More of the supernatural. (laughs) Matter of fact, and I can give you several testimonies. Let let me share one brief testimony because, you know, I believe testimonies are powerful. Yes. And the reason that is, you know, the scripture said in the book of Revelation, in the book of the Revelation, chapter 12, that they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. The word testimony in in the Hebrew, the root word for the word testimony means to repeat or to do again. I learned this from Bill Johnson years ago. Mm-hmm. It means to repeat or to do again. So the design of a testimony, when somebody gives it, considering God is no respecter of persons, the design of a testimony is to stir faith in somebody else that if God did it for me, he will do it again. So the word of our testimony is powerful, especially in conjunction with the blood or the redemption uh, that we have been given. And so just brief testimony. I was in South Carolina preaching a meeting back a few months ago. And after I got done preaching, we had an altar call and there was this big long line up in the front of the church. And I was going through laying hands on people, praying for people, had a team with me praying for people. And uh, as I felt directed of the Spirit of the Lord, I'd stop and prophesy as I felt directed. And I noticed that when I was kind of on this end, the left-hand side over here, that there was a gentleman that I just couldn't get to. Uh, It wasn't intentional or anything, couldn't get to. And I kind of felt like he wanted prayer. Couldn't get to him to pray for him, so I kept going down the line. 
I get on this end of the line and I notice that the gentleman have moved down to this end of the line, but he's two or three people back because it's not just like a single file line. So, so many people had responded. I just couldn't get to him. And uh, so again, just kind of flowing in the spirit and not just super conscious of people. I just moved back down the line. Well, I noticed this individual had moved back toward the middle and I'm praying for another individual. And, and the moment I took my hand off them, this guy grabbed my hand and stuck it on his head. And man, I could feel the power of God, but no particular virtue leave me. I just knew the power of God was involved in this. I didn't know what to pray. I, I knew he had some kind of issue in his body. So I was praying along the lines of healing, but I didn't have a word of knowledge concerning something specific. So I just prayed and released faith and, and went on about my Holy Ghost business. So Amen. a few weeks later, the pastor called me and uh, he said, do you remember when you was with me and we had a prayer line? that there was a guy who grabbed your hand and put it on his head for prayer. And I said, yes, sir, I do. He said, that man had Parkinson's disease. And man, I about get tore up telling this. I guess. And he said, when you prayed for him at that particular moment, he said that he really didn't feel anything. But he knew God had stirred in his heart for you to pray for him. And he believed God for healing. He said, but the next day, what he noticed is that when he went to eat his breakfast and he picked up his fork, he wasn't shaking anymore. Praise God. And so he began to watch this throughout the day. And what he began to notice is that those signs, those symptoms of Parkinson had totally left his body. Praise God. Now, yes. two things out of this. Number one, we need to put some emphasis on the supernatural because we have a supernatural God. Number two, what we really learn out of that is what Jesus said in Mark chapter number 16, that one of the signs that follows a believer is that you lay hands on the sick and yes. they recover. That's what he said. Now notice the terminology. Jesus never promised that everybody you laid hands on would receive instant healing. But he did say they would recover. Mm -hmm. Recovery is getting better by degrees. And so oftentimes the reason we don't see a lot of healings manifest is because when we lay hands on somebody, if they don't feel something in the moment, they'll walk away thinking, well, I didn't, didn't get it. Didn't happen, yeah. And as a result, they negate their faith for healing. Mm -hmm. But that guy knew he was supposed to get prayed for. He knew God was going to touch him. I didn't know why. And as a result of him holding on to his faith, what began to happen in a short amount of time, he experienced recovery. You know, the scripture talked about, and I'll say this and, and uh, uh, give it back to you, but the scripture talks about in uh, Corinthians when Paul is teaching how the gifts ought to operate in the church. And see, to me, man, this is getting so big right here. And I, I know mm. we're not under a time crunch, but I don't want to be extra lengthy. This is getting so big. One of the things to me that is so special about this Asbury meeting is just kind of the overall thing of what God is doing in the earth. That, And I believe what really kind of exemplifies what we would call this movement of God in the earth, whether you want to call it revival and outpouring apostolic reformation. And I believe there's room for all of that, you yes. know. And, 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 and one thing that concerns me with the terminology of revival is how narrow the church's view of revival is. Because revival for the church really shouldn't be calling the dead back to life. Because when, when you got Jesus living in you, you ought not be dead. You're You're right. supernatural Absolutely. life. But, you know, one of the, the definitions of the word revival is to bring something back to the forefront. Yeah. That's, that's a definition. So you've heard, you know, this terminology of, of a revival of certain types of literature. 
right? Mm-hmm. A revival of certain types of art. It means that's coming. You know, uh, we was looking at a picture today from 1979. They was there with their long hair and bell bottoms and them wild looking clothes. And, you know, you basically see a lot of that today. Yeah. A revival. So it's bringing something back to the forefront. Healing needs to be brought back Amen. to the forefront in yes, the church. Yes. And the thing that really fires me up Again, about Asbury, it's not a one-man show, but it's a body ministry. And to me, that exemplifies the move of God in the earth, that what he's going to do is not through a one-man show, but through a corporate man, a many-membered body coming together, people realizing they're gifting, they're calling, that they have a valuable part to bring to the proverbial table to be used by God in the earth. Again, when Paul taught on the gifts of the Spirit, he taught how they should operate in the body, not from the pulpit. Because we relegate, you know, all the gifts of the Spirit uh, to operate through the fivefold ministry. But Paul was teaching how they ought to operate in the church. Amen. And, and I know I'm saying a lot of stuff here. That's so, good. That's good. Come on. Whether we, we call it revival, apostolic reformation, God is reforming things. We bring in some truths back to the forefront. Again, I believe one of the most incredible things about it is that it's happening not through a one-man show, a famous yes. personality. Amen. And thank God for God's generals and yes. men and women of God he sure. raises. I'm not negating all of that. I thank God for all of that. But I believe in the day we live in, we're going to see something expressed on a corporate level, the kingdom of God advancing on a corporate level, on an unprecedented level. And uh, I think a lot of that we're going to see manifest in healings, and God just doing some incredible things through his people, not just ministry gifts behind a pulpit, Praise but through God. his people in the earth. So I don't yeah. know if I answered your question or not. So I just Brother Danny, I, I, listen, that uh, that's a beautiful message. I mean, you, you have really touched my heart today, I, I tell you. And I know that you've touched the hearts of our listeners. And um, I, I just feel God here in this. This, this is a thing that God is doing Uh Brother Danny, you were supposed to be here today. You know, uh, God sent you to us, uh, for us, and for our listeners. And and I can't begin to tell you how much I appreciate that. Uh, I, you know, you you've said it, and and I don't have to. And uh, so I, I I just want you to know that 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 has really touched me. It's what you have shared here on this podcast today, my brother, is what's in my heart. Amen. You you have spoken. I, I wish I could say it like you do, <laughs> but you God has anointed you to speak and to express the 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 word of God uh, with an anointing. And uh, I'm not just here to build a man, brother Danny, but I thank God for you, brother. Uh, I thank everybody in this studio. My wife's here and different ones, Prophet Roger, Pastor Mike, and uh, uh, Amber. But anyway, I know the people here in the studio along with me, can say thank you and praise God for you. That that was and is the Word of God, brother, that you brought forth. And our listeners, I know there's people out there that's going to listen to this podcast and this video, and your life's going to be touched because God is doing something in the earth. He's doing a great thing. And I thank you for sharing the message on healing because, as you said, there has been a lack of and and you and I talked about on this, this about this on the phone as I said a few months a few minutes ago before you came here a couple of weeks ago uh, that uh, what's on your heart has been on my heart and that is the lack of uh, physical healing, but 
but but God's going to do it. God's going to do it. Like you said, when we preach it, they're going to receive it. Yeah. And that's what God, I think that's what God is looking for us as ministers, not to run the show, not, 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 not to try to have a big name, but, but to humble ourselves and let God use us like you did with that brother that, that put his hand, your hand on his. That brother was longing for something, Brother Danny. Amen. And he just, and I, it, you know what it reminds me? It reminds me of the, the woman with the issue of blood. It was like, you know, if I can just touch, if I can just touch him, if I can just touch the hem, I believe that man knew. God has got an anointing on that man. And he, I've never had nobody to grab my hand and put it on their head. He was looking for something, Brother Danny, and he was looking for it strong enough that he knew that if you laid your hands on him, he would be healed, and he was. Yes, That's the kind of faith, my brothers and sisters, that we need, that God is looking for us to trust him and to believe in him, to believe what he's done. He's already paid for your healing. So if you're listening to this and you need healing, you don't have to have someone to lay their hands on, on you. You can be healed right where you are. Amen. So just accept what Jesus did on the cross for you. Accept what he did by, by uh, accepting those 39 stripes on his back for your healing. So again, Brother Danny, I can't, I can't say enough how much I appreciate you and, and uh, your wisdom and your, your God-given ability to, to share the word the way that, that you do and the way that you have. Looking forward forward to this evening Me too. at the church. Great things are going to happen, and I know God's going to use you again tonight with our congregation. So until the next time, uh, we appreciate our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. If you would like to uh, to see this on YouTube, please look us up. Uh, uh, excuse me. Restoration Life Church is our ministry, Victorious Christianity, our podcast and YouTube show. So God bless you, and so, so until we meet again, thank you for tuning in. We love you. Amen.